going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Red and Gold Standard Podcast. My name is Zach Hernandez, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Matt Llewellyn. Matt, that was extremely ugly, extremely disappointing. All of the bad words you could find in your dictionary source. How do you feel tonight? Uh, pretty disgusted. This team is very frustrating to watch. Um, there was nothing redeeming about tonight. The The offense didn't play well. The defense didn't play well. Special teams are a joke. Uh, Richard Hightower, who's in, in charge of the special team, should be fired. Um, pathetic all the way around. I think at this point you have to start Trey Lance because this season's kind of lost. Um, you know, for, for a team that allegedly had Super Bowl aspirations for, you know, for, for the season, to come out of a bye week, to come out of a, a two-week break at home in prime time to lay this egg is pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. That's the perfect word, I think, to describe it. Um, and, and Kyle Shanahan was asked right now in the post-game press conference. By the way, guys, if you're watching on Twitter, please head over to our YouTube channel so we can interact with your comments. We cannot see or interact with any comments through Twitter since they updated their their kind of software. So head over to t- YouTube, search 49ers Hive, and you'll see us live. We'd love to interact with your comments. Um, they asked Kyle, Matt, in the post-game or press conference, excuse me, that, is, is Jimmy the starter moving forward to Chicago next week? And his answer didn't necessarily scream confidence. He said, I guess so. I would yeah. guess so. Yeah. And he has to mean? look at the tape and see who's healthy. I'll have to look at the tape and see who's healthy. I'm making a prediction right now. Tape. I don't know how you can watch the tape and be like, oh, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm making Jimmy a prediction right now. Trey Lance will start next week if healthy. I mean – it was my hot take before the week that this was Jimmy Garoppolo's last start, and Jimmy Garoppolo looked like trash. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're 100% right with the prediction. He definitely looked like trash, and everybody wanted to say the weather, the weather. The Colts moved the ball. Carson yep. Wentz could throw the ball. Jimmy did not play well. There were certain throws that he wouldn't have made regardless if it was raining or perfect conditions here in Santa Clara. So right. I don't want to hear it. Um Obviously, guys, I'm in all black. I did this two seasons ago, I, I think, maybe last season, last season, when the Niners lost like six in a row or whatever the case was. I'm doing it again. And the only way there's even a chance at salvaging the season is if you put Trey Lance in and, and, and start to develop him moving forward. If not, it's a completely lost season. I mean, I think it's a lost season anyway in terms of you know, expectations. This team's not not making the Super Bowl. They're on the outside looking in for even a wild card berth. Um, they're well behind the second wild card at this point. So the only way to salvage the season is to get Lance ready for 2022. Get rid of Jimmy. Get his 27 million off the books so that you can supplement this roster, which is horrifically lacking. I mean, the the decisions they made in the DB room is are coming back to bite them right now. Jaquaski Tart out with a knee injury. Josh Norman committing DPIs. Emmanuel Mosley hugs offensive players more than I hug my wife. Like, it's just pathetic all the way around. And I'm just not – it's just not good. It's not good. This is a completely yeah. terrible situation, and I'm, I'm just not happy with it. And why is Diamador Lenore inactive, Matt? Is right. there why any is logical he, why reason? Why is he a healthy scratch or over, over somebody like Dre Kirkpatrick? Like, what is that? Yep. You know, Ambry Thomas still can't see the field. Explain to me with the Super Bowl roster why our first four 
draft picks this season can't seem to sniff the field. You know, I, I just don't sense. get it. I don't get it. And it's a failure all the way around. And I put this out on Twitter and I firmly believe this. John Lynch is getting fired this offseason. He's gone. And they're going to promote Adam Peters to GM. They're going to take the draft out of Kyle's hands. And Kyle has one more season to get this thing right. Trey Lance is going to buy him an extra season. But beyond that, I mean, this is the beginning of the end for this regime. I'm out on this regime as it stands right now. I have no confidence that they're going to do anything. Um, I, I'm just, I'm not happy. 49er fans should not be happy. And at least, at least Kyle had the sense to say, we've lost four in a row. I'm the head coach. I should get criticized. Yeah, you should, Kyle. Because your initial drive was brilliant. Your address, uh, initial drive, the calls that you had, brilliant. From under center, play action, blah, blah, blah. Where was that for Trey Lance? Why are you running shotgun RPOs for a player who played under center in college? What are you doing? It seems to me you don't have a clue as to how to use Trey Lance. And if you continue to do this sort of game plan for Jimmy and not do it for Trey, it seems to me that you're trying to sabotage Trey Lance. And for what? So, I mean, I don't want to be the conspiracy theorist, but why was that? Why was the game plan called the way it was for Trey last week? And then back to this offense this week when this offense under center with play actions with rolling. I mean, Jimmy rolled out like three times on the first drive. Mm-hmm. why are you not doing that with Trey? Because those are the things that he showed that he does well in college. It's ridiculous. It, it made no sense. And, and like you said, Matt, the first drive, the scripted drive was fantastic. And I thought, fan, sweet, this is what we're going to see. This is a much pre- better prepared 49ers team. Um, they're disciplined. They're getting their blocks. They're winning their one-on-one matchups. But that wasn't the case. That quickly went away. Um, there, there was a point where they had two, those two turnovers and they got three points from them. I knew instantly this is going to be a long night and it was, and we saw it yet again. The offensive game plan for our opponents is throw it up and draw the PI. It's ridiculous. It's something the 49ers need to somehow figure out how to stop. But on the flip side, Kyle doesn't even trust Jimmy enough to do it himself. If he knows that's how the refs are calling the damn game. Why can't he have his quarterback throw the ball and try to draw a PI? Because Jimmy would underthrow that shit by 15 yards and get an interception. That's why. Yep. Because Jimmy would. can't physically do those things. And if he did, the refs are going to be like, well, we know he's only throwing it deep because he wants that sympathy PI call. We're not going to give it to him. Yep. Exactly. It, they would say it's not catchable. Um, it, it's insane. It really is insane. Um, All I know is that the thread that people like Lombardi are hanging on in terms of like, being Jimmy homers, it's getting awfully thin at this point. You can't justify playing Jimmy anymore. He sucks. He sucks. You Plain really can't. He sucks. This I'm tired of it. This performance tonight. Um, and and I'll, I'll I'll admit tonight. I texted you guys. I put on my Jimmy Garoppolo jersey for the first time since I, I want to say last season before he got injured. Um, and I figured this will be the last time. Maybe there's some magic left in this jersey. Nope. And I took that off at halftime because it was so atrocious. He was playing so poorly that it was just mind-boggling to me. Um, there are comments in here saying, you know, wasn't the offense moving better with Trey Lance? 100%. It was moving better with Trey Lance. And that was with Kyle hindering right. him. Well, and here's the thing. People will be like, well, they only scored 10 points. Yeah, but they didn't go three and out over and over and over again. 
They had three straight three and outs tonight. Again, they scored three points off of two turnovers. That's an unacceptable play. At least Trey Lance, at least even if they're not scoring points, you're extending drives so the defense has a chance to slow down the other team because they're getting breathers on the sidelines. I mean, the, the defense had to go back out there and play over and over and over again. And you saw it with the PIs, with the giving up the big plays late. There was a play to Michael Pittman where he scored on a touchdown where you're just like, how the hell does that happen? And it's because the offense can't give the defense enough of a rest to recharge them. I mean, think about it. Listen, what has Arizona done? Arizona's worst offensive performance was against the 49ers. Because Trey was able to extend drives. No, they didn't get points, right? But they were able to extend drives and, and you know, do their job. So I uh, just, you want, the points will come, but uh, sustaining drives so that you can give your defense a chance is all you can do. Yeah. And it's so demoralizing when your defense has that huge momentum swing. I mean, we saw it tonight um, where I, I think it was Bosa pressured Wentz and he throws it and it was maybe Ebucom, if I remember correctly, picks it off. Yep. And the defense is so excited because they basically just took seven off the board because the Colts were right about to score. Yep. And then the Niners go three, three and out. out. It's insane. They're not playing comp- complimentary football. They're no. not playing good football. When the defense, their Achilles heel is obviously their secondary. They cannot defend anybody deep without drawing a PI penalty. And when they do actually hold up, they get nothing from the offense. It's infuriating from the head coach who's supposed to be an offensive genius, uh, play calling guru. Where is that? Where is that? There were two drives tonight, both of the scoring drives where I thought this is what they should have done all night. And then they got away from it again. It's, it's insane. It's insane. And again, Matt, Jimmy, Kyle Shanahan, excuse me, is such a well-respected and highly regarded head coach that our first thought goes to he's doing it on purpose. And it's it's sad because I really do think he's just not being a good coach this year. I don't even think that Kyle's that great a head coach at this point, to be honest. I think he's one of those guys that's a better coordinator. Yep. That's what I feel like. I feel like he doesn't – he's not able to manage the entire team. No. So – also, I know there was somebody in the chat that said Ayuk looked great on punt coverage, and I think that he's being sarcastic because Ayuk, honestly, for all the people who were like he needs to be more involved, even though I said he's getting snaps and a lot of that is on him, tonight's on him. He looked like shit. He looked like a player that's lost, and that's on him. So Ayuk did make the plays that he needs to, so this whole get Ayuk involved thing, I don't want to hear that anymore. I mean I- – if you're telling me, if you're telling me that a 49ers team at home gets 18 for 107 and a touchdown out of Elijah Mitchell, 5.9 yards per carry, and Debo gets seven catches for 100 yards and a touchdown, and they lose by double digits, nah, dude. And I cannot believe that that punt fiasco ended in a touchback. That rule totally bailed the Niners out tonight. It yep. shouldn't be. I mean, he essentially kicked it into the end zone because he muffed it, but they 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 lucked out. Um, I have we got a super chat from Gray Fox one ninety eight. Thank you very much, Gray Fox. Uh, fire Shanahan and bring in Dable from the Bills. Shanahan's not going to get fired. It'll be Lynch. It'll be Lynch first. Yeah, Lynch was <laughs> hired with the express purpose of it being a guy that Kyle wanted because Kyle would be you know, in charge. 
that's why I think they're going to pull the draft from from Kyle and give it to Adam Peters, and Lynch will be the fall guy. Yep, he will be. Um, and they should because, honestly, the fact that all of your late-round picks are better than your early-round picks is pretty pathetic. It, it is. It is. It says for the ones that were absolute no-brainers, Nick Bosa um, and, and now Trey Lance, Debo Samuel, those were all good picks. However, the rest of them are extremely questionable. We went over it on the last show that we did during the week. Most, like 80% of them are like, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah. Um, there were so many atrocious plays tonight, so many just bad decisions that happened, Matt. If you could pick out one positive, just, just to, for the chat, what would it be? Elijah Mitchell looks nice. Elijah Mitchell yep. looks nice. Raheem Mostert is not playing another down for this team because Elijah Mitchell is better than him. All right. I love it. Um, he did look good. He did look good. I was hoping they'd use him. I mean, he had 100 yards by, what, the third quarter, I want to say? he was. Yeah, he had 18 carries for 107 yards. Yeah. But, like, so nobody he, else really had anything. I mean, Jamichael Hasty had three three carries for one yard. Trey Sermon didn't even see the field. And you're talking about that's the guy you traded up from the fourth round to get? Yeah. Again, poor decision-making. Poor decision-making. Um also, by the way, can I just mention the red 1994s are off to an 0-2 start, and it's real bad. And, and beyond that, the 49ers have not won a home game since October 18th of 2020. Yeah. I was That's just horrendous. going to say, no they're excuse. 0-3. 0-3 this year at home. And like you said, it's insane. They need to win games. They need to win them at home. They need to figure it out. They really just do. And, and Kyle Shanahan basically ended the press conference saying that. I have a lot of things I need to figure out. You need to, to point the finger at yourself because so many of these mistakes start from the top down. And that yeah. begins with being so f- damn stubborn that you won't see who's better under center moving forward. And I maybe you could argue that they're equal right now. However, moving forward, Trey Lance clearly is the future. He clearly has the higher ceiling. Right. And it's inevitable. You need to get wanna- the ball – Rolling. I need to address this in the chat. Wano Matthews says Lynch said the draft is his baby. This roster is on him. And you believe that? Yeah. Come on, dude. You know better. Lynch ain't picking those players. That's like Mike Mayock was picking the players in Las Vegas when Gruden was a head coach, right? No, dude. That's all on Kyle. Kyle's Kyle's making those decisions. If, it's, if, it's pretty clear. If it is Lynch, it's with like 90% of Kyle's approval, you know, right. like, yeah, he's heavily. You can't involved. tell me that somebody as highly regarded as Adam Peters is the assistant GM and Lynch thinks that he knows so much that he's going to override that personnel guy. The guy that helped build the Broncos Super Bowl team, the guy that, you know, drafted Vaughn Miller and the guy that drafted all these players and put together the defense that had Aqib Tlaib and Chris Harris and all those guys on it. You're going to tell me that Adam Peters, that guy, has has you know is going to get overruled by John Lynch who came out of the Fox broadcast booth or is it more likely that John Lynch coming out of the Fox broadcast booth is an extension of Jed York as a PR person and Kyle is the one making the football positions because he has the pedigree from his father. Yeah, well, that's said. just me though. I mean that yeah, it makes sense. Um, Stewart says the Fort Niners are coming off a bye week and had so many penalties. What did they work on for two weeks? Terrible look on the coaching staff. Still Nothing, apparently. The 49ers had seven penalties for 122 yards. That's horrific. That's so bad. 
it's it's losing football. It's a poor team. It's it's not what I would expect from year five of this coaching staff. And you know, we're supposed to be on the up and up. The 49ers are supposed to be a Super Bowl ready roster. That is a joke. It's a complete joke. And I'm sorry, guys. I tweeted out today yep. during the game. People need to understand that holding your team accountable and demanding excellence and not settling for mediocre play and hoping for close losses at best, that's not what you should be doing as a fan. You should hold your team accountable, expect excellence, and every time you don't get that, let them know. Stop buying the merch. Stop going to games, whatever it is. I mean, I'm not wearing any 49ers merch tonight. Yeah. And and yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you because this is just unacceptable. From the franchise that was known as the gold standard of football for so long, this is a joke. And whatever it is, they need to figure it out because a lot of fans, we've seen it for three or four weeks now, are starting to scratch their heads and say, is he the right man for this job? And Matt, you touched on it earlier. He could be a fantastic offensive coordinator, the best there ever was. Maybe he's just not a good head coach. Right, or maybe he's not going to get it until his next head coaching job. But there's something here that's keeping him back. I think that, you know, I mean, it's clear. One of 11 on on third downs. uh, Only held the ball for 25 minutes and 20 seconds. Um, Four turnovers tonight for the offense. Three points on two turnovers that they forced. It's just not good enough, you know. You know, and, you know, some of this needs to go on D'Amico Ryans, too, because – I mean, there's some just egregious shit with with the PIs. Yeah. I mean, the one on Josh Norman, I'm I didn't really like that call simply because Michael Pittman had his arm extended in Josh Norman's chest. That's kind of like a ticky tack, maybe let them play. But Emmanuel Mosley twice was just hugging dudes. Yeah, I mean, legitimately grabbing dudes and then acting like he didn't. And I'm just like, why? It's clearly a penalty on you. Yeah. So, you know. I, it's just not great. And this goes back to the plan that the 49ers had in the offseason. Oh, we're going to let it rock with, you know, Jason Verrett, who's an off injured guy. So guess what? He got hurt. Okay. Well, we have Mosley. That's cool. K1, he gets these little Nicky, you know, nicked up injuries. He's going to miss a couple games here and there. He was back. He played fine, whatever. But who do you have on the opposite side? Because Sherman left. You have Tart coming off a foot injury. Now he has a knee injury. Tart's looked slow. He hasn't tackled well, right? You got so you have to play your fifth round pick Hufanga. Ward's been fine, but none of these guys are playmakers. I mean, how embarrassing is it that Mosley had a pick that just bounced right off his chin? You know, it just it, it, there are so many left opportunities on the tail on the, on the table here that this team needed to take advantage of, and they just didn't. And it's not all on Jimmy Garoppolo, even though Jimmy Garoppolo is the front face of it. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, he deserves a lot of criticism. You know, 16 to 27 for 181, a touchdown and two picks is not great. Not great. Just just to cut in real quick, Matt, you touched on the the ball bouncing right off of Mosley. There was a stretch. There was like four or five almost interceptions that Carson Wentz threw. They need to catch the damn ball. I understand you're on defense, but these are plays that you're leaving out there. Who knows what the outcome of the game is if they catch even half of those? Well, I mean, I know the outcome. The offense goes three and out, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a joke. No, Thank it, you. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Thank it's you. bad football all the way around. And a lot of that is coaching. But a lot of that is 
again, when you have no confidence in your offense to do things, you're going to get more desperate on defense. You know, that's when you're going to get grabby. Like, oh, man, I can't give up this touchdown. Can't give up this touchdown because I know we're not going to get it back. And you can't sit. I, I tweeted out during the game. Are you you really mean to tell me that Lance couldn't do better than this? That Lance is so raw and not ready that he couldn't do this? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You can't tell me that. That's not even, that's not even real. No. Um, Stewart's asking: Do the Four ers become sellers at the <clears throat> deadline? Some veterans on this team need to go. Probably because even if they win at the Bears, you know they're going to lose the next two games. I mean, you're looking at a team that's going to be three and six. They better do something. And heaven forbid that they lose to the Bears next week. I mean, you go into you go after the Bears week two and five with a couple days left for the deadline. You might as well just trade everybody off. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, though, are, honestly, would you be surprised if they lost to the Bears in Chicago? Not at all. I, I would. I would not be surprised if Justin Fields has like. <clears throat> 250 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions, even though he turned the ball over like six times today against the Bucs, one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. The Niners have been a shit show. I mean, I'm sorry. I know this is a family-friendly show, but let's just be honest, guys. From top down, it's been a horrible season for them. Coaching, players, discipline, execution, whatever it is, you name it, they've done it poorly. And I'm I'm tired of it. I mean, you have – a few bright spots, Mitchell, Debo, Bosa, Bosa yeah. they're all going to give you 110% every night, it seems like. Mitchell's a rookie, so that's really good to see. But the other guys you're used to at this point, where is everybody else? Where is everybody else? I mean, it's 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 laughable. And like yeah. you said, Matt, you can't tell me that Lance wouldn't have done better. Right. I understand well, he wasn't healthy and, tonight. And here's but- the thing, and here's the thing, too. As bad as Jimmy Garoppolo was, it becomes even worse. And people will say, rain, 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 whatever. How many secondary people were the Colts missing tonight? Almost all of them. Almost the entire starting secondary was gone. And Jimmy still couldn't take advantage. I'm tired of watching him run around like a chicken with his head cut off. It's very fitting that the last play of the game was Jimmy scrambling around in the pocket looking like an idiot and getting sacked. Wasn't it by default, too? I, I don't know who it was. I was so disgusted that as soon as I saw him running around and getting touched by somebody, I turned it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and tonight, too, I mean, you talked about it. Just like when Seattle was without most of their starting secondary, Jimmy still played like trash. Um, he was able to move the ball between the 20s, you know, somewhat. But once you got into the red zone where it really mattered, nothing. <clears throat> and Trey Lance came in. He looked all right. He looked like a rookie, but there yep. was something to build on. That was the foundation to build on. And I thought they set that foundation nicely in Arizona, even though he kind of had Kyle working against him. So moving forward, if we see Jimmy Garoppolo start again with Trey Lance healthy, I will be 100% out on this regime. I'm already uh, 100% out. I'm out. I'm out already. This is yeah. pathetic. This is bad. Kyle has gotten nothing but the benefit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt. How many people in Chicago are calling for Matt Nagy's job? And that dude made the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky twice. You know, and we got Kyle Shanahan, who's what now nine games under 500, something crazy like that. Like there's no excuse for this. Either take personnel decisions out of his hand, or if it is John Lynch, which we don't think it is, John Lynch is going to get fired. 
right? Put it into Adam Peters' hands, who's shown he can build a Super Bowl roster, and let the personnel people work. If it is Kyle running everything, he's got too much on his plate, especially for a first-time head coach, and he doesn't need that much power. Okay? I know you want to shop for some of the groceries. Bill Parcells made that famous. But at the same time, if you're going to Whole Foods and picking up, you know, chicken nuggets, like, you got a problem. Because there's a bunch of goddamn chicken nuggets on this roster. Yep. Yep. I was thinking today, I'm like, Kyle's the type of guy who would probably tell his wife or bring home all the groceries to make, like, chicken parmesan. And then she'd make chicken parmesan and he'd be like, oh, I'm going to go get McDonald's. Like you have everything you asked for here. You drafted your quarterback. You traded up to get your receiver for the what third time or whatever. Do something with it. These are your players. You have been in control of this roster. It's not yeah. like you're one or year two where you're still coaching with the majority of players that you inherited. These are your players. If they don't work, that's on you. Right. And, and, and the thing is, like, you know, Jamar saying it, I'm so sick of the casual national media bringing up Jimmy Moss record like he's the main reason why. It's kind of funny, right? He goes from 22 and 6 to 23 and 10. Now he's 24 and 11. Like, that win loss record is starting to look a little worse week by week. Quarterback wins is not even a real stat, but people will roll it out like that. And honestly, Jimmy looks like crap. Jimmy looked terrible tonight. So, I don't yeah. know, man. So, yeah, he definitely Dante Pettis looking solid in New York. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Um, Rodney Harrison on the post game was talking about Brandon Ayuk, and he said, "Quote." I love John Lynch, but you don't do that. You don't criticize a guy you drafted that high in the media. You bring him in and you let him know that you still believe in him and you're going to get him the ball. How do you feel about that? Do you? Do, I mean, we've talked about this repeatedly, it seems like. What do you mean get him the ball? The quarterback has to throw it. He's been out yeah. there the second most number of snaps besides Debo Samuel. At some point or another, stop letting Brandon Ayuk just off the hook. He made that boneheaded play with – you know, the punt return, he, you know, took an end around and got upended. Like, it's not like Brandon Ayuk has been a world beater. Okay. Like, let's not pretend like he's just been the best. He definitely hasn't been. So no. we can't let him off the hook. At some point, if you need the coach to scheme you open all the time, maybe you're not that good. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I just feel like regardless of his play and what's going on on the field, I don't like that they did that. It seems messy. It seems unnecessary. It's almost like Kyle going on Sean McVay's podcast talking about how they wanted to get Stafford and they were so close to getting Stafford or whatever the hell he said. Why? And then you got Why do you in the quarterback room with Jimmy? Exactly. And then you drive to the facility in an hour and see the guy who you just talked about wanting to replace you coming this close to replacing. The writing's on the wall. I understand that Jimmy knows Trey Lance is there. But one thing I thought was very interesting, Matt, is that these you know commentators, Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels, most of the stuff they say is what's relayed to them from the team. And we heard it tonight, Chris Collinsworth say, well, you know, they drafted Trey Lance, but Jimmy Garoppolo is under the belief that if he plays well enough, he could still start again next season. I'm terrified thinking that this might have come from somebody in the team. It came from this Jimmy. You think it came from Jimmy? It came from Jimmy. Nobody else is saying that shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, even it's, Stewart with his, you know, the locker room's broken because see Trey has more upside than Jimmy and Cuck. He's forcing him out there. Kyle's a coward, dude. I feel like Kyle's a coward with his team. And I feel like that George Kittle and Trent Williams and some of the older vets, Kyle Juszczyk, people like that, are on the Jimmy Garoppolo train because they played with him over the over the years and they're loyal. And Kyle has to balance between the younger guys who are sitting there frustrated that Jimmy can't get the ball, mainly Ayuk uh, and, and Debo, and balance that with George Kittle, who's the locker room leader. And, and you know, Trey's more raw, right? For on a game to game basis, maybe Trey makes more mistakes, but he definitely has more upside. And I think that Kyle needs to pull the, pull the trigger. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. What is left to lose? Right. I mean, you're in last place in the NFC West right now. Yeah. yeah. Last place in the toughest division of football. Right. There's no shot at winning the division. Let's nope. let's get that out there. You have about a 5% chance of even sneaking into the playoffs walking backwards. Not even that, dude. Like I mean, think about it. Like I said, they're going to they're going to lose to Arizona and the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. The only chance is if Trey gets in there. And that's not even like a likely. It's just we don't know. So possibly, maybe, we saw what he did against the Cardinals, which was impressive. However, it's still more likely than not they lose. And they yeah. lose badly, like we and saw this tonight. Is, this is funny from 4-9 Bloodline. Jimmy gives us the best chance to win. And I know it's sarcastic. But at the same time, it's like, win what? You might get to a wild card with Jimmy, and then what? Yep. You know, you need to get Trey Lance ready to play. So, getting him game action is going to be very beneficial. And you got to try to work out some of those bad habits. And you got to try to mold him. Yep. I agree. Um, Some of these comments, Ace. Bra says Trey would have had a better game in this weather, 11 on 11 football. Not only running the ball, but I feel like passing the ball because he can throw. I knew, I knew as soon as the weather was going to be rainy, I'm like, Jimmy's going to play like dog shit because he can't, he cannot throw that ball when it's wet. It's too heavy for his noodle arm. It's true, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's, it's true. Um, we saw Wentz. He was able to move the ball in the wind and in yep. the rain because he's got a stronger arm. He's got a stronger arm. Yep. And Jimmy did not have that. I mean, that play, the last interception he had, that was such a duck. That was such a duck. I mean, it was flopping all in the air. It's like, oh my God, yep. this is your best throw. This is and the whole the game. purpose of having the gloves is so that doesn't happen. So Jimmy two gloves is throwing up wobbling ducks there, and it's just like, what are you doing? You know, and and again. It's not like it's not like Trey Lance is going to learn sitting on the sidelines. So get him in the game. He needs this seasoning to be able to get, be ready to go for 2022. When you can get Jimmy's stupid contract off your books, when the salary cap goes back up post-COVID, when you can start bringing in complementary talent on both sides of the ball to supplement the roster and the talent that you have. This season is a wash. You're not winning the Super Bowl. So if you're – I mean – Listen, we've all watched Talladega Nights, right? If you're not first, you're last. Who cares? I don't care about making the wild card round if it means that Trey Lance is going to be pushed back another year. I don't care. I'd rather not make the playoffs with Trey at this point than make a wild card with Jimmy and have him throw, again, throw another wild card where he has like 14 passes, right? Like, who cares? Who cares? Yep. Um, Our guy Croc was talking about – um, 
Kyle Shanahan not taking advantage of hurt secondaries. Um, and he said, you know, hey, their whole secondary is hurt. Let's attack the guy with a bad foot or the elements are bad. Let's test them deep. And he said the answer remains no. He was on two Colts podcasts this week, and each Colts host talked about how terrible Xavier Rhodes has been this season. And that was without the injury he suffered in the pregame warmups. He was hurt. The 49ers still didn't attack him. If they go single high, you check into a go route. you got to test it out. That was infuriating. The whole talk before the game from Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels was they can't even believe Xavier Rhodes is in this game. He looked like he was going to be, you know, carried out to the sidelines. I mean, all due respect to Croc, but he should know better. It don't matter if they're in single high or not. They ain't running no damn go routes with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. That's just <laughs> not happening, dude. Yeah. And then and when the Jimmy problem. does throw when Jimmy does throw outside the numbers to Debo and Debo's stationary because it's like a it, it's like a fucking out route, right? It's behind Debo. And it deflects off of Debo, and Xavier Rhodes picks it anyway. So even when they're trying to pick on somebody, they can't even get that right. So I don't want to hear about no. If you had a real, see, you can do that stuff when you have a real quarterback. I don't think it's Kyle being necessarily unable to pick on somebody and sticking to his game plan. I think it's that Kyle is just like, well, I can't because my quarterback sucks. Which makes it all the more frustrating. That he goes, oh, I would guess Jimmy's my quarterback. I got to watch the tape, but yeah, I don't see why not. I like they, to me, can't possibly be the best quarterback play you can get. To me, that screams absolutely not, but I'm not 100% sure Trey Lance will be back next week. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, if he was emphatically saying yes, he would say yes, but that's not what he said. So I know I'm reading into shit here, but just bear with me, guys. It's been a tough, tough night. Uh, Matt Humphat says, I don't want to see Jimmy play again, honestly. Neither do you think do we do, Matt? Even if Lance is healthy. Probably. Really? Okay. So you still think they stick with him? I think he's going to start against the Bears. Which would be such a horrible decision. Jimmy's going to get an extra week off of that three-play drive and because of the wet weather. Kyle's going to come out on Tuesday and be like, well, I I looked at the tape. And it wasn't a great game, but, you know, you got to factor in the weather and all this stuff, and, you know, I just feel like Jimmy didn't get to put his best foot forward, and I, I feel confident that Jimmy still gives us the best chance to win. Trey's coming off an injury, and he's not, you know, we don't know if he's going to be ready to go, so we have to let it rock with Jimmy because he's going to get the most routes in practice this week and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's how that's going to go. We all know how that's going to go. Yeah. I agree, and, and and if anything, he'll probably say, we're, we're looking to incorporate Trey Lance more. Right. In, in this game plan. But uh, no, we're sticking with Jimmy. Uh, you know, he's experienced. It's a bunch of BS, honestly. And, and we're all sick of it. Everybody's grown sick of it. Um, regardless on if he's going to have his rookie moments, that needs to start happening if you want any shot of even being competitive next season. Right. Right. Jimmy will get pulled at halftime. That's what Steve says. If he and starts you want the week. struggles. You don't want a quarterback to be too good too early. You know what I mean? Like, you want him to struggle. You know? I mean, honestly, listen, we're sitting here in 2021, and who would have thought that Josh Allen is definitively better than Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes looks, like, not good. Not good. He plays too loose. He scrambles around behind the line of scrimmage like a chicken with his head cut off, and he takes a lot of risks, and his luck is running out. And he got away with that stuff during his MVP season, and he was too good too early. And didn't get a chance to develop the right habits and the right way to do things. 
And when you look at Josh Allen, who struggled early and had to learn, man, I can't just rely on my physical gifts. I have to learn how to play the position. As opposed to Mahomes, who comes in and is like, no, I'm just physically better than everybody, and I can make things happen. And now that that luck is running out, he has no idea what he's actually supposed to do in terms of reading a defense or going through his progressions or even making the smart football play and sometimes just like, hey, I don't have to scramble around like like a weirdo and try to make things happen all the time. Sometimes you just need to, hey, maybe I'm going to, instead of you know scrambling around crazily and, and maybe throwing a pick or something like that, maybe instead of doing that, I know that I'm going to be sacked, so let me fall towards the line of scrimmage so that instead of like a 10-yard sack, it's like a two-yard sack. And we're still in position on second and third down. But I don't see that out of Mahomes. I see him turn his back to the line of scrimmage and run around like a five-year-old on a playground and try to heave a ball where, you know, Kyler Murray does the same thing and Kyler Murray's going to get away with it too. Not forever, but he's going to be bailed out. There was a throw today that he made to DeAndre Hopkins where it's like, if it's anybody other than Hopkins, that's not a completion. And we don't want Trey to play like that. I'd rather that Trey learns how to play the position like Josh Allen, who is a very athletic quarterback, but also when you watch him, stays within himself and tries not to do too much. And that's what I want to see. So uh, to me, you got to get Trey out there and have him take his lumps so that he can learn, hey, these are the things that are going to mitigate issues. When you have a lot of issues in your face, you become a pretty good problem solver, right? But when things come too easily for you, I mean, because if we're kicking the can down the road to next year, who's to say he's not going to have the same issues next year? And then what do you do? You've wasted development. And again, this is now a two and four team through seven weeks going into a stretch of the schedule that's, you know, the Bears might be beatable, but I don't think they're going to get anything from from the Cardinals or the Rams who are just far and away better teams. So what are we doing at this point? Who the hell knows? We're sitting here scratching our heads, yep. pointing fingers at each other. Um, Debo Samuel said after the game, we're better than our record indicates. Do you believe that? No. I don't your record either. is your record. Who gives a shit how good you were in the games if you win or lose? Yeah. If anything, you're probably worse than it indicates. You li- very likely could have lost that week one game. You're very close to losing that second game against the Eagles. If we're being 100% honest, I mean, come on. Where where are we guys? Reality at the or end of the season. At the end of the season, context doesn't matter. If the 49ers finish three and fourteen, it doesn't matter if you're better than your record indicates. Your record is the only indication that's going to last the the test of time. When the story is told of the 2021 49ers, it's going to be like, oh, they didn't win any games. And, and they what's, suck. what's even more upsetting is that first round pick is not theirs anymore. So it's going to be a very high pick, most likely, that they don't have. Yeah. And I'm not mad at it because they got Trey Lance. But for what? If you're not even going to use him when you should. I mean, let's be honest. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to you know, spit off a 10-game winning streak here. It's going to be just like we saw tonight, just like we saw against Seattle, just like we saw against the Eagles. I mean, the, the Packers – there are some okay moments from Jimmy Garoppolo, but right. overall, not enough to win consistently. Right, and th- I think that's the big thing, too. We're looking at what we gave up to get Trey Lance, and maybe the sting of those first-round picks is a little bit less if we get to see Lance and we see definitive, like, okay, there's real potential here. 
okay, we can be excited about the potential going forward. That takes the sting off of not having that first round pick, even though it's going to be a good one. And, and that's just, it's lost right now because we're playing Jimmy Garoppolo, who stinks and who's not going to get it done. And we have Trey sitting on the bench and Kyle, who ran a completely foreign game plan for Trey, one that looks like more and more, if, we're, if he's going to do this with Jimmy Garoppolo and his game plan for Jimmy, looks more and more like he was legitimately trying to sabotage Trey Lance and not play to his strengths. Then the fan base is going to become more and more upset about the, what we paid for Trey because he's not playing. We don't get to see the potential. And they're running out a quarterback who we know sucks. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. And honestly, the only thing I can think of is that Kyle Shanahan is so desperate to win that he's trying to stick to whatever little, you know, moments of success that he's had with the 49ers. And that's been with Jimmy Garoppolo. But this is in 2019. The 49ers don't have that defense. They don't have that running game, even though Elijah Mitchell is good. And Jimmy Garoppolo let's be honest, it's probably gotten worse. He's probably taken a, a step back or two from that 2019 season. Jimmy Garoppolo is a two and three starter this year. Yeah. So it, it's, it's time to move on. This isn't the 2019 Niners. Right. And again, that's why I'm an all black. I'm burying this season. We are laying it to rest. At least I am. And if, if they I'm don't, just waiting for the people to stop being like, this is a Super Bowl roster. It's not. And I told <laughs> everybody this weeks ago, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, Ace Bruss said Josh Allen was terrible his rookie season, but got reps and experience. Start Trey. Exactly. Yep. It's almost like they get better with play. Who would have thought right. such a foreign concept? I know, right? Everybody wants to cite, you know, Aaron Rodgers sitting for years behind uh, Brett Favre. Like that's the norm. That's not the norm. And I don't even know why it's a shock either. Name something in your life ever that you've watched somebody else do and then been greater at it than if you would have learned how to do it yourself through trial and error. I nothing. 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 And, and not only that, but Jimmy Garoppolo sat for a few years. Where is he? Where is, is he right. winning right now? Right. No. So it, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm over with it. We promised a... Debo Samuel autographed jersey giveaway to our YouTube we subscribers. Um, we wanted to say thank you, guys. It's been a tough season. We wanted to have some fun, brighten things up a little bit. Um, so I'm going to announce a winner. Um, we had everybody subscribe, retweet, let us know that they're subscribed somehow. And before the show went on, we're starting with a new software here. So I, I, I wanted to have everything ready here. Um, let me see if I can do it without messing up. The entire screen. <laughs> we we have new. Uh, we're having a new streaming service, guys. So it's going to take us a little bit to get the kinks out. Oh, oh super! Not zoom. that. Um, it's not. I can't really seem to get it. But um, let me see. Hang with me. Something like that. That's not quite working, hey. is it? We're doing a great job, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, here. I, I know what I got to do. My bad. This is on me. There we go. Hey. So the winner of the Debo Samuel autographed jersey is Bradley Eggers. 
aka Mutt Three Kig. Thank you. Congratulations, Bradley. Congrats. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Um, thank you everybody for all your support and, and subscribing. We're very close to 2000 subscribers. We're going to be giving away another one of these once we reach 2000 subscribers. So make sure you're subscribed. If you're watching right now, Bradley, if you're watching, get in touch with us and let us know your address and we'll get you this Jersey, um, out to you soon. All right, Matt, let me change this back here. Moving forward. We've talked about just exactly how piss poor the Niners were today, this season. Aside from Trey Lance, when the 49ers take on the Bears in Chicago on Halloween, what's some improvements you'd like to see? They have to run the ball more. They have to stick with the run. Um, And part of that is you have to threaten them with the passing game. And I just – right now I don't see how you do it with, with Jimmy Garoppolo. But if you take Jimmy Garoppolo out of the equation, they only rushed the ball 22 times. So it's just – it's not good balance right now. Um, maybe – I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, you can do a little better. But, yeah, I agree with Ian. They need to get Sher- uh, Sermon on there. Sermon needs to play more. Uh, you know, I don't care what he did. Like, it's obviously not bad enough that he's going to be facing criminal prosecution or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, he probably broke some team rule or got in Shanahan's bad side. But at the same time, like, you need to play Trey Sermon, you need to play Elijah Mitchell, and you need to just smash mouth football with the Bears and just take them out. If you let the Bears, like, if you let the Bears hang around, then it's going to be a long day. Um, fortunately, I do think that the 49ers pass rush should be able to get home. Um, Fields takes a lot of sacks. Yeah. And I just feel like that offensive line does him zero favors. So I feel like I finally might get my way with the Nick Bosa three sacks and a forced fumble thing next week because, I mean, <laughs> the, the Bears are really bad in terms of blocking. Fields had six turnovers today. Yeah. So – Yep. It was, it, it's a very, very rough start for him. Um, Joey asked, how many picks this year can't see the field for some reason? I mean, aside from Mitchell this year. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I think Mitchell and Hufanga are the only ones that I can think of that have played um, even yep. at all. I mean, Jalen Moore just got a first start tonight. And he looked only good. Because, I wanted to talk about that. That's only because, that's only because, um, it's only because uh, Trent Williams was out. So he looked surprisingly good. Right? Was I? Uh, do you agree with that? No, or he looked good. Know? Yeah, absolutely, he looked good. Um, I didn't see anything that specifically that he gave up. I think on second watching, maybe we'll figure it out. But yeah, you know, I didn't see anything too crazy. Which kind of makes me question why he hasn't played. Right. Um, when you have guys like you know Brunskill still in there. I just don't know um, that there's Compton. a spot for him because I don't know that Jalen Moore can play guard. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, he, his spot is behind Trent Williams, right? Essentially, right. He's this. He's kind of like the swing tackle this year. Okay, uh, Joey said six turnovers reminds me of my high school days. Yeah, that's like the type of football that Justin Fields has been playing 
And I'm honestly surprised. I mean, I know there's that rookie hurdle, but I thought he was going to be a lot more ready for the NFL than he, he appears to be. None of the rookie quarterbacks look ready. Not even – I mean, Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence have had their moments, but none of the rookie quarterbacks have been playing the way that, you know, allegedly Mike Florio thinks they should all play. Um, I think that just last year, Justin Herbert, I think, spoiled a lot of people. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Um, also, you know, Mahomes, when he came in after, I mean, he wasn't Mahomes a rookie, didn't even but, play his rookie year, though. That's the yeah. thing. People say that, but it's like that was his second year. Yeah. Nobody had tape on him, and he had an entire season to learn a playbook and, you know, things like that. So also don't underestimate the weapons that Mahomes had, too. That's fair. They were already a playoff team. Right. Um, Fernando, Super Chat, thank you very much. Hey, Zach and Matt, what else can you say about Kyle not wanting to start Trey Lance and this team going forward? It's weird. It's weird. Because Trey Lance buys Kyle Shanahan more time. I agree. Yeah, it's almost like, and you said it earlier, if he starts to develop and look promising, there are zero fans that are going to call for his job at the end right. of the year. Because they're... And- and on top of that, it's weird too because it's like they okay, so you drafted Trey Lance because Jimmy couldn't stay healthy, and this is after you entertain the idea of you wanted Kirk Cousins at first, you took Jimmy, and then you essentially were going to trade for, uh, you know, Matt Stafford, or you looked into Deshaun Watson, or there were reports that you looked into Brady that you inquired about Aaron Rodgers. Like, you've been on quarterback, switching out your quarterback in public, very publicly, and now because Trey is there, you all of a sudden want to die on that hill by planting your flag with Jimmy Garoppolo? It makes no sense to me, and it's super weird. I don't get it. I really don't get it. It's confusing to me, and it just one of those weird things, man. Yeah, it it really is. Um like I said, it, it extends his career or his life here. Um, fans aren't going to be calling for his job if he's playing well. But I really don't understand it. I really don't. And, no. and there's that conspiracy theory out there that he wanted Mac. He got overruled. Believe it if you don't or if you want. But there's something weird, and we've felt it since week one. There's this weird energy. Maybe that's just the normal energy that comes with the divided locker room and a quarterback controversy. I don't know. I, I, I vaguely remember what it was like with Smith and Kaepernick, but it was such a quick switch that there really wasn't anything. It was like, okay, this is how we're going. Kyle Shanahan right. only has himself to blame for dragging this out as long as he has. So. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the thing is, you know, if you wanted Mac Jones, I, I do think that Mac Jones at this point is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. But at the same time, you needed to do something different because what was happening with Jimmy wasn't working. Um, and again, with the track record of Alabama quarterbacks, you just you just wonder. And and Mac Jones is pretty capped. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Yep. It's pretty I crazy. Agree. Uh, Steve, thank you very much for pointing that out. Um, he says, "I'm wondering why Zach's cartoon looks like he pissed himself." It's the shadow, you imbecile. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's, it's because it's, the 49ers are pissing this season away. That's there why. you go. Thank you, Matt. There you go. Guys, we got to say thank you to our sponsors, um, starting with Acre Gold. 
Thank you very much to Acre Gold. You can now buy gold for as little as $50 a month. You no longer have to fork out hundreds of dollars to buy gold. Once you reach the market price of two and a half grams, which is the size of their gold bar or stamp, as Matt calls it, they will send you a gold bar in the mail discreetly. So that is very cool. You don't have to fork out hundreds of dollars, like I said. Um, next, shout out to 81 Vino. Thank you very much. Terrell Owens has started his own wine company, 81 by Terrell Owens. Head over to 81vino.com. Use code HIVE. That'll get you 10% off of your entire purchase and free shipping on two or more bottles. Um, we got our merch store, guys. Shop49ershive.com. Uh, this graphic, I never know what it is, of Trey Lance on draft night. It's available in merch. Uh, clothes, graphic prints, like you see. We just unveiled a Debo Samuel riding on a bike like Debo from Friday. Merch with Steve's help. Shop49ershive.com. Code RGS15. 15% off your entire purchase. And lastly, guys, my bookie. Shout out to my bookie. We appreciate you guys sponsoring the show. Head over to my bookie right now, guys. You can still bet on the uh, Seattle and New Orleans game tomorrow night. There are a ton of props. Um, we did our my bookie props of the game yesterday. I almost got it. I was a chin shot on Emmanuel Mosley and an out of bounds step by uh, Xavier Rhodes away from winning my prop bet of defensive touchdowns. So close, <laughs> but exciting. Yeah, I, I think I was – I think I picked the third quarter as the highest scoring. I need to check it. I don't remember exactly which one it was. But there are so many cool props that you get from my bookie guys, and you don't can only bet on football. You can bet the on basketball. The first quarter was the highest scoring. Damn, okay, I was off. I picked the third. That was the highest return. Um, basketball, soccer, boxing. There's so many cool cool uh, bets that you can get. Go to mybookie.ag right now and enter code HIVE. And you'll get your first deposit matched all the way up to $1,000. And you'll also get a $20 MyBookie Casino chip. So the bets that I placed, I know yesterday, I got placed with my free money, the money that MyBookie matched. I didn't even come out of my pocket. Um, it's really cool. MyBookie.ag, code HIVE. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Thank you to our sponsors, guys. Go support them because they support us. Uh Ty said, don't sell Niners fans wine. It's a bad idea on nights like this. Hey, man, I don't blame you. Right? I mean, 81 Vino about to make a lot of money. Yep. Uh, Debo says, obviously, to pay more attention on third down. Yeah, and first and second down as well. Right. Um, with that said, though, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I understand it was a tough, tough evening, <clears throat> but I really do appreciate everyone turning in, tuning in. Excuse me. Um, we will be live later in the week to preview the Bears game. It might be ugly. It might not be. Hopefully we have some some roster changes to discuss. Matt, yeah. some lineup changes. It's an early one next week, too. I think it's a 10 a.m. start. 10 a.m. Yep, on Halloween. Also, real quick, we have something very special planned for you guys on Halloween. So come back here on Halloween um, for the recap show, and we'll have something very fun for you guys. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a good night. Absolutely. Thank you, as always, for joining us. We appreciate having you. And until next time, Go Niners!